You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. From an early age, up in an old story-and-a-half house up Tweedy Brook Road. I learned to be able to start a fire in what was known as an enterprise furnace. I still remember the name of it. I would take the newspapers or flyers or old magazines apart page by page and scrunch them up and lay them on the bottom. Sometimes it would be cardboard boxes and I would tear them up into little pieces, and then lay them, then lay some finely split kindling on top of the paper. Usually old cedar telephone poles that we had gathered and jumped up and split into fine pieces. Then you used to be able uh, to be able to buy these big boxes of wooden matches. Haven't seen them for quite a while. Maybe you still can. One of those would be taken out of the box and striked across the side of the box and carefully the paper would be ignited with the lit match. It would always seem that the newspaper would be ignited the best. The flyers or magazine pages, pages or even the cardboard, maybe it was because of, of what was on it, sometimes colored and sometimes the, the film on the Cardboard made it a little more difficult. You always had to hold the match uh, uh, close for a couple extra seconds for the cardboard or the magazine pages. It would always seem that this would, this would be the process. And from a very early age, my dad taught me to start a fire. The fire had been ignited. Now, just a, a short wait to make sure the kindling was going to catch fire and then the draft on the furnace door was open to fan the flame. And within just a few moments, the wood would be added. Usually, uh, just a few smaller pieces first, maybe a, a couple of pieces of softwood that Dad would have brought home from the ends of the pulp wood, and then a couple of good pieces of hardwood maybe maple or rock maple. Or if the pile that had been piled up in the basement provided a good piece of beach, <laughs> mm. now that would produce the ultimate heat after it was ignited. Let me tell you, it does not compare to electric heat. When we went to electric heat, we for the first number of months, froze to death. Maybe you've used similar techniques to start a bonfire or, or to do some burning on the property of piles of junk. Now listen, I grew up in the country, so I also know of the, the old dish soap container full of diesel fuel and a few squirts of that on the wood in the furnace or or maybe a couple old tires on the pile of junk out back to be burned to 
uh, always gave it a little extra when it was ignited, especially the black smoke that came up from the black tires out back. But I also know of church services, which seemed to be going along just on a casual basis, and then all of a sudden, someone would stand spontaneously and start to worship for no other reason than just wanting to worship. Or someone would start a Jericho, and all of a sudden, there would be a group of people walking around the church, not expecting the walls to fall down, but that there would be an unction of the Holy Ghost. Or those who would walk to the altar for no other reason just to worship and to glorify God during the service or the glory shout of an old elder that sent, sent chills up and down your spine. The testimony of victory from someone who had just come through a major challenge in life. All of a sudden, there would be something ignited in that service that canceled the rest of the scheduled program or what had been on the agenda for that service. I asked the staff all to do little videos. This is Nina's video that's going to be watched. Oh, is that how you feel this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Set a fire down in our soul. That's why Paul put it this way in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. Stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. But be thou partaker of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God. That phrase, stir up, means to rekindle or to ignite And the theme for 2022 is to ignite because if there is ever a day that we need something to ignite inside of our spirit and inside of our church and inside of our people, it is in 2022. 
22. Amen. All the experiences that have happened in the last two years will not stop igniting in people's life the moving of the Holy Ghost and the power of His Spirit accomplishing what God wants to have happen. I'm not interested in sitting on a pew and just being a saint at Mission Point. I want something to ignite inside of me just like Paul said stir it up stir it up hallelujah if you have to get out the old soap dish and squeeze a couple a little squirts of diesel in do it but stir up something inside of you that in 2022 you will not be the same as you've been for whatever length of time I'm not talking just to you. I'm talking to me. I'm tired of the mundane. I'm tired of the ordinary. I'm tired of the status quo. I'm tired of trying to figure it all out. I want something ignited inside of my spirit. We quote it. We talk about it. It's a powerful verse. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's a powerful verse. And I'm sure you've quoted it many times. Maybe you've quoted it in times of distress, in times of worry, in times of stress, in times of feeling overwhelmed, and maybe there's just too much on the plate. But that verse follows the verse right before it. And verses were only put in place by man. Paul's writing a letter. And he says, listen, God's not giving you the spirit of fear. But that happens power, love, and sound mind when you stir up what's already inside that was put on you in you that's working because of his power in your life. Stir up the gift. Stir it up inside this morning. Stir it up in 2022. It's time to stir up the gift which is in thee. Ignite something. Greek Word for kindle up or ignite as a fire is this word stir. And ad zopora, maybe a little different than what I just said. That's the best I can do. That's the word that's used there by Paul. And the gift which Timothy had received was the power of the Holy Ghost. And through him a particular power to preach and to defend the truth. The gift that is represented here is a notion of a fire, which is, it's not, it's not something that should ever go out, but rather frequently be stirred up and fresh and fueled up, something that should frequently be given attention to make sure it's burning bright, fervently, with heat, and let the power of His Spirit work through our lives. See, the precise idea that the apostle had in mind was to 
to signify this stirring up of fire and fresh fuel to it. The idea is that Timothy, who is to use all proper means of flaming uh, what was known as pure religion or, or soul-burning power, uh, that, that this would set him apart from everybody else. Uh, it plainly appears if Timothy had not, uh, if he had not continued to do this daily, then, then the grace of God that had been or had taken place in his life would be in vain. And I don't know about you, But I don't have any desire to serve God, say that I attend a church, or call myself a Christian for decades. And let it be in vain because the gift that's inside of me is laying dormant. And it's not fresh and been given fresh fuel and ignited in 2022. I want to be apostolic. I want to be Pentecostal. I want to be what God has designed me to be. I want something to ignite inside of me Latins used a similar metaphor I won't even try to say the three words in Latin but it's it's, it means to stir up the sparks of genius it exhorts to stir up the gift that God has put inside of you and I to let the fire under the embers that are there See, the power of the Holy Ghost. There's something about it when God said that, and when God gave it to you, and when you were being filled with it, it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a, 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 a gift that was given so you could say, well, you know, I've received the Holy Ghost, or I've spoken in tongues. No, 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 there's a power. The Bible says he will give you Holy Ghost and fire. Something was ignited inside of you. It's not just, well, you know, I've repented and baptized in his name and filled with the Holy Ghost. No, it's more than that, church. Hallelujah. When I was born again, that was just the beginning. Something happened inside of me that ignited a power and an authority that's not supposed to be dormant. How can I claim to be the whole, be filled with the Holy Ghost and the gift not be stirred up inside of me. It is meant of all the gifts and grace that has been given to me to qualify me for the work of the Lord, that power of the Holy Ghost, the extraordinary infilling of His Spirit that has been given into my life is more than just me saying that I have received the Holy Ghost. See, the great hindrance of, of usefulness is, is living under the fear that is spoken of in verse 7. And so many people are afraid in 2022. There's a lot of people afraid. People are living in fear every day. I mean, people will walk around all kinds of things to get away from you. It's incredible. People are afraid of all kinds of things. I'm not saying not to be safe, but there's people living in fear all around you. And the great hindrance of what God has put inside of you is to be controlled by the spirit of fear. 
I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to be dictated to that I have to be afraid. Because God has placed something inside of me. Yes, to be wise and to be frugal and to make sure that I'm careful and all of those things. But he's placed something inside of me that has been ignited. It's not dormant. It's not something that's just kind of a couple embers or, or just a little glow. No, no, no. It's not about me. It's about his spirit. He placed something inside of me that has replaced and removed the spirit of fear. Fear not the face of man, nor the dangers you may meet within the way of your duty. God has delivered us from that spirit of fear and given you and I a, a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. See, the spirit of power or of courage, resolution to encounter difficulties and dangers, the spirit of love will carry us through opposition that you may meet uh, just like it did uh, with Jacob uh, when he when he uh, was willing to endure what he had to to receive Rachel. There's, there's an incredible desire that comes from the spirit of love uh, and also the spirit of a sound mind that will give a quietness uh, and a peaceableness to your life that you will be able to sleep properly and go about your day uh, in a sensible fashion uh, because something has been ignited inside of you uh, that you do not live uh, under the spirit of fear uh, but because something Something was stirred in your life and ignited in your life. You have power, love, and a sound mind. I think it's time to unite to ignite. When Paul's speaking about stirring the gift, he uses, uh, he uses this incredible power, and this is what it means. The gift is charisma. It means a spiritual endowment, subjectively spiritual qualification, or objectively miraculous faculty. Or if you're igniting what God has specifically filled you with, subjectively what your mind perceives, or objectively the miraculous. Or I just put it in plain old Pastor Carter language. He ignites the Holy Ghost, he ignites faith, and he ignites miracles. Something happens inside of your life, specifically, subjectively, and objectively. The power of the Holy Ghost that he's put there, the increase of faith that you can have, and the working of signs and wonders that follow the preaching of his word, or the miraculous that he desires for you and I to live in. That's why Peter said it this way in 2 Peter chapter 1. Yea, I think it is meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir up by putting you in remembrance knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle even as our Lord Jesus Christ hath shown me. Moreover, I will endeavor that ye may be able after my decease to have these things always in remembrance. Peter saying, listen, my time is almost done, but you stir up, stir it up. Make sure you don't forget. Make sure 2022 is not a, a year of you forgetting what gift he placed inside of you. Oh, I feel it. 
I feel it moving in my spirit. Even as I preach, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost stirring inside of my, oh, it stirred long before today. But something is churning in my spirit. Something is churning. I don't want 2022 to quickly pass and forget what God placed into my life. Hallelujah, 40-some years ago, that's alive and well this morning. I'm going to stir it up again today. I'm going to stir it up again this morning. Rekindle and ignite the power of the Holy Ghost and continually remember what He has given me. Can I tell you this morning, uh, I'm thankful for the initial evidence uh, of speaking in another tongue uh, as the Spirit gives uh, the utterance. uh, And that's what happened in the book of Acts. uh, And I'm thankful for it. uh, But this is more than me just speaking in a tongue. Uh, There's something inside of me, uh, hallelujah, that God has placed there that needs to be ignited. You cannot, you must not, you must refuse to go through 2022 without the vision of being ignited in a way like you have never been ignited before. Every day, intentionally, letting the gift inside of you be stirred in such a way That as you leave your house, you go into public. You deal with society. You go about life, whatever that may be on any given day. That the power of the Holy Ghost is working in you. It will not be enough to have a nice little cliche to say. It will not be enough to look good and smile good and be friendly. It will not be enough to go about your life and do the best you can in everything you do. Those things are all wonderful. But let me tell you, none of that's changing anybody. No man comes to God except the Spirit draws him. People are not being saved because of me. People are not being saved because of, of my compassion or gentleness or kindness or, or how I would love on someone. No one's being saved by that. That can happen with anybody. Lots of people that are not filled with the Holy Ghost are, are still kind. There's a lot of smart people that don't have the Holy Ghost. There's a lot of kind, generous, loving, compassionate people that don't have the Holy Ghost. And they're good people. But nothing is changing in someone else's life because of that. Oh, it may change for the moment. People may be thankful for the event. And maybe people will congratulate you for some act of kindness. But that isn't life-changing. What's life-changing is the power of the Holy Ghost that happens in someone's spirit That is stirred up. And when that is stirred up, there is nothing that compares to the gift of the Holy Ghost when it is ignited. Peter goes on to say in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 1, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up 
your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Peter uses a little different word here for stir up, a, a Greek word that he uses, diagero. Diagero, it means to awake fully to arouse, to make sure that you rise from where you are and allow something to take place because you refuse to sleep. You refuse to sit. You refuse to be status quo or complacent. No, you must not. You've got to have something stirred up, ignited in you. Solomon wrote it in Songs of Solomon, chapter 4. A fountain of gardens, a well of living waters and streams from Lebanon. Awake, O north wind, and come thou south. Blow upon my garden that the spices thereof may flow out. Let my beloved come into his garden and eat his pleasant fruits. It's prophetic of the Lord coming into your life and seeing the moving of the Holy Ghost. Do not want the Lord to come into my life and nothing be ignited. It's time for the church to ignite in 2022. We need to ignite a determination for blessing like Jacob who wrestled with the angel all night and would not let go. Until he was blessed. Ignite a passion for worship like David who set up worshipers around the Ark of the Covenant 24-7. Ignite a hunger for prayer like Daniel who opened his window three times a day and not even the lion's den would stop him. From prayer. Ignite a vision like Abraham, who was willing to leave all just to look for what God had in store for his future, not knowing even where he was going or what he was going to find, but yet ignited a vision inside of Abraham that I must look for a city whose builder and maker is God. To ignite a courage like Joshua, that wherever he walked, it would be God's land. I'm only giving you scripture. Examples of people who were ignited. Ignite a burden like Moses to lead God's people out of Egypt. After 430 years and 10 plagues later, the burden that Moses had saw God's people come out of what was represented by the world. Ignite the potential of a mighty army of the Lord, like Ezekiel saw in the valley of dry bones. To ignite a compassion, to stand in the gap for people, like Ezekiel wrote when he said he looked for a man, but he couldn't find anyone to stand in the gap. 
ignite the message that Peter preached on the day of Pentecost when 3,000 people were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost from all different languages, different locations, and people from all different areas said, what do we have to do, Peter? And Peter said, you've got to repent, and you've got to be baptized in his name, the name of Jesus, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And from that point, the Lord added to the church daily, and then the church was multiplied. The message was ignited on the day of Pentecost. Ignite the authority of the Lord like Paul who on his missionary journeys from town to town and city to city started a church because of the authority that God had given him. How about igniting the fire like Elijah that fell on Mount Carmel? 850 prophets of Baal didn't stand a chance with only one man calling down fire. From heaven that ignited the sacrifice that Elijah had placed on the altar. Not only the sacrifice, the stones, the water, everything was taken care of by what was ignited by Elijah that day. Ignite the name of Jesus. Like Jesus did throughout the Gospels. Ignite the perseverance like the woman with the issue of blood who said nothing's going to stop me to getting through to the hem of his garment. Igniting the cry of the blind man who said, when he heard that Jesus was passing by, thou son of David, have mercy on me. See, Something was ignited in each of these people that caused something to happen. And the result of what their life was like was no longer the same. Something had been ignited in them. Sister Carter's video. For the year of 2022, I am praying that our church will ignite that we will be full of the power of the Holy Ghost, that the fire, the power of God will be ignited and activated in our lives so that our fire will not be extinguished by earthly cares and desires, but that we will tend that inner fire of God's presence, that we will spend more time with Him, more time in His Word, so our faith will be ignited and we will ignite our light to shine to use the gifts that God has given us to impact others, that we will stir up the gift, that we will fan into flame, that we will kindle afresh the gift of God, not being fearful but full of the power of God, that this will be a year for us to rekindle, to stir the embers, to give full life to that spark that is within each of us. Let's stir up the gift. Let's ignite in 2022. My wife already wrote that as a prayer for this year. She already wrote it down as a prayer before I ever preached this message this morning. Something happening in the spirit of individuals that say, no, 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 we will not be satisfied. 
It won't be okay for us to just try to get through another year. I have no desire to try to survive. I have only one desire, and that's to thrive. Hallelujah. It's got to be that in 2022, we're not going to just try to get through a pandemic and get to some type of normalcy. No, no, no. I'm not interested. I'm interested in being ignited because there is no pandemic that can put out the flame of what God has in store for 2022. Persecution. Persecution was alive and well at the birth of the church. People were being killed for their faith, not just dying because of something for their faith. They were being killed for their faith. The Colosseum became a spectacle. For people to be given to live animals and to die at the stake. People were being dipped in boiling oil. Crucified. Strung upside down. Quartered. Beheaded. People were dying because of their faith. I'm not ignoring what has happened over the last two years. It is a great sadness for anyone who has lost a loved one. Not downplaying it in any way, but I refuse to let Mission Point or myself not go through 2022 without being ignited. Prayer cannot be stopped. Worship cannot be stopped. The study of His Word cannot be stopped. Witnessing cannot be stopped. Bible studies cannot be stopped. Baptisms cannot be stopped. Repentance will never be stopped. And the outpouring of the Holy Ghost will never be stopped. Church can be canceled. Singing can be canceled. Social distancing can be in place. All kinds of things can happen. You may have to wear a face covering for a long time. I don't know. All I know is it will never stop you from being ignited. The fire of the Holy Ghost is not about a restriction. The fire of the Holy Ghost will never be about what is dictated and said by the people in authority. Ever. And I pray for them. I do. I pray God gives wisdom and protection to our leaders. But the fire of the Holy Ghost will never be determined by them. I pray that every one of them feel the fire of the Holy Ghost are touched by the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Everything that is said and everything that is changed on a regular basis, that happens all the time. It will never, ever belittle, dilute, 
It will never bring to a stop or a stagnant place the power of the Holy Ghost. If you and I will allow our lives to be ignited in 22, there is no stopping of what God will do through His Spirit. You're a little wound up, Pastor. That's exactly correct. I've been wanting to preach. I wish I could preach better. But I've been wanting to preach this for weeks. Because down inside of my spirit, I'm watching those just coast along. You know what? If we're not careful, we get familiar even with just one service. Okay, pastor's just going to talk to you a little bit now. The pandemic doesn't say you only have to come to church once. Well, I'll just watch from online tonight. That'll never, ever suffice according to being in the house of God. Ever. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the ones that can't get out, that we have it. But it will never compare to being as the family of God together, as the moving of the Holy Ghost happens in the sanctuary of God. And lives are changed and transformed by the power of His Spirit. And even calls that come in on a regular basis and visits that will be even done today of people who are hungering and thirsting to be ignited. Brother Robertson and I had a conversation just this morning following a conversation that I had yesterday of someone, someone who just wants to be ignited. Hallelujah, Mission Point. Would you rise to your feet this morning? Would you stand upon your feet today and let something stir inside of your spirit? Would you let something stir? Don't put it off to someone else. It's not for someone else. It's for you this morning. Would you allow something to stir in your spirit just like it did for Elijah, as it did for Moses, as it did for Joshua, Peter, and Paul, as it did for the woman, hallelujah, who had the issue, or the blind man. Would you let something ignite inside of you this morning that says, I'm going to have a passion. I'm going to have a determination. I'm going to have a perseverance. I'm going to have a desire. I'm going to have a longing to be ignited. It would only be about 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, you can you can come to the altar this morning. I'm almost there. It would only be about 15 minutes or so after the paper had been lit and the kindling had caught fire and the softwood was now burning and the hardwood was taking it was taking on that heat and 
fire. It'd only be about 15 minutes or so before the draft would have to be partially closed because it got too hot. The old farmhouse, you could go around to the registers on the old cushion floor and see the yellowing around the registers where it had been left open the draft too long and the and the old cushion floor had yellowed because the heat had been going too long let, let me tell you I wish there was something that happened at Mission Point hallelujah where the heat would be so powerful and the moving of the Holy Ghost would be so strong Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.